the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito invites you to give this with Tony Martin and Lockie Hume. That's right, it's another all-movies issue. Are you ready to go, guys? Oh, I'm ready yes. to rock, baby. And today, we're talking great movie lines. There have been so many over the years, classic lines, just from Australian films. Who could forget Bill Hunter in Newsfront? I'm inviting you to bite your thumb. Or what about <laughs> Frank Thring in Mad Dog Morgan? By all means, off with his head. And don't forget the scrotum. All these lines uh, from the Australian sequences of Raging Bull that were cut out. There's not, not a crime at all. Like I said, I can, I can be with Frank today and tell him to shoot you. If he shoots you and I, and I didn't mean to tell him, I'm just joking. They shoot me, you know? Just say he shot you. Don't shoot me, Frank. That's for sure. But I'm just saying, if I told Frank to jump off the I've told you mucking around at the front of the Harbour Bridge to jump off the Harbour Bridge and you jump. I don't want you to jump off the Harbour Bridge. <laughs> I don't know why that was cut out. <laughs> Let's get started. That's Ice House. Hey, little girl, here at Triple M, it's Get This Around the Nation with myself, Tony Martin. That man is Ed Cavill. Morning. And that man there is Lockie Hume. Give him a round if yeah. you could. Thank you very much. Have we got some movie kind of music that we can... Oh, yes, that's right. We prefer to samba when it's the movie episode. That's yeah. <laughs> true. Welcome back, Lockie. Thanks, Tone. How are you? Not bad. We have had so many emails about you because uh, obviously the news is out that uh, you're not going to be the Joker in the new uh, Batman film. Yeah. I know you haven't been big noting yourself about it. I want to point no. that out. We're the no, ones who all. brought it up. We Absolutely. found it on the internet. Well, you've really been doing my PR for me. I hope I we didn't uh, reverse it. <laughs> Shreya, was that you know, I actually, I did have the part. Until you opened your big mouth. There we go. So they cast another Aussie instead. I'm just glad it went to an Australian because it was, yeah. it was, you know, obviously Heath Ledger's got it and that's great. And I was in the mix and Hugo Weaving was in the mix. So I think they had their eyes yeah. cast Australia wide for this. It's thing. not over, Lockie. It's not over. We are going to get you Batman villain in the next one. What, okay, now what villain would that be, Tone? Egghead. I'm going for Egghead. Egghead. Ed, what have you got? Uh, I'm going to go for uh, Olga, Queen of the Cossacks. <laughs> That was in the TV show, wasn't it? Hey, man, I remember there was an episode of the old TV show where uh, Joan Collins was a character called The Siren. Yeah, that's right. But it was a strange episode because you remember the old Batman TV series, it'd be the cliffhanger and then they'd come back like the next (laughs) night and wrap it up. Well, this episode ended with, the cliffhanger ended with Joan Collins dressed in sort of an Egyptian... I don't know, water carrying girl uniform and all <laughs> Coming into Lame, Commissioner Gordon's, Gordon's office. office and going, ah, and him right. and Commissioner Gordon being transfixed. And then she wasn't in the next episode. That was in the last uh, series. Yeah. They sort of started to give a bit of sizzle ah. as to who the villain was in the next episode. Right. So the, the part two would end. Okay. Oh, no, no. It just went back to one part of an episode. Yeah, that's right. Welcome to Nerdsville. <laughs> <laughs> Population free. <laughs> but there was some kind of thing where they would promote the villain, and the villains got dodgy towards the end. Well, yeah. the uh, the last villain ever was someone called Minerva, uh, played by Zsa Zsa Gabor. Oh, yeah. Minerva. Hume, don't that, tell me you don't okay. do it with Zsa Zsa. All right, no, no, no. Listen, I know I'm not allowed to talk about this stuff because I have been in top secret chats with yeah. Warner Brothers about playing Minerva. Okay. <laughs> what about the bookworm? The bookworm. Roddy McDowell played the bookworm. What costume made out of books? But what was Loved he? What, it. what did he do? Like, what, what kind of powers did he have? He, speed reading. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, but for evil, speed yeah. reading is the evil. He was the head of an evil book club. <laughs> I can't remember. There was the minstrel. Yes, the minstrel. The, the, Louis, uh, Louis the what, Lilac. What, Louis the Lilac. That what? was Milton Berle. Yeah, he Milton Berle. Camp people to death. What did he, <laughs> <laughs> what did he do? Well, he, he, if, well, spring would be busting out all over with Louis the Lilac. Mm. He was. He wore purple, yeah, and yeah. I think he sprayed 
flower things on. Yeah. I don't know. I can't. It was remember. terrifying. Oh, what a reign of terror he managed to <laughs> wield over what Gotham if, City. What about Lady Penelope? Lady Penelope pea soup. What was her go? I think this is when they went to London, or yeah, as it, it was called in Batman, Londinium. <laughs> And I can never work out how they got the costumes, the car, how they get everything to London. The freight. The, the poles, the back computer. They FedExed it. That was that Lord yeah. Evil Lord Phileas Fogg or somebody. That's it. Marmaduke Fogg and yeah, Lady no. Penelope Pea Soup. And then, there was, uh, and then there was Mr. Freeze. Yeah. And Mr. Freeze had a sort of floating uh, kind of casting arrangement. Yeah, well, they had Otto Preminger played him. That's they right. had George Sanders played him. George Sanders. They had the same situation with Catwoman, though. Many, many actresses. And played Catwoman. You had Eartha Kitt, you had Lee Merriweather, you had Julie Newmar. Yeah, but hang on. Otto Bremminger, the and German the way, not, film director. Uh, people, people listening, we're not reading this off anything. No, okay? <laughs> so that's when the Tone, sad part. When, Tone's, when Tone says that this is Nerdsville Population 3, he ain't kidding. In fact, Tony's the mayor. What about King Tut? Remember King, King Tut? Tut. Now, Victor, Victor Buono, who was also the bad guy in The Man from Atlantis with and Patrick Duffy. What, you know. But what did King Tut try and do? Like, what was his thing? He was just like a normal college professor. Yeah. And he would always get hit on the head. You know, flower pot would fall <laughs> over. And then he would turn into King Tut. I can't remember what his That's powers right. were, but he had a Brillo pad. Yeah, sellotape to his chin. To his chin, that's right, he did. He did, yes. Maybe he was, t- he was tough on stains. That's right. He was tough on grime. What, but what, uh, how would they get the thing to fall on his head? Oh, it was every time. It was just constantly a cat would brush a flower pot. And it would just land on his head in the middle of a lecture. And he would become incredibly villainous. And how would he get out of it? Did you have to knock him on the head again and then he wakes up? Uh, yeah, yeah that's, that's, yeah, that was, that's normally how it works, just on a medical sort of <laughs> oh, right? level. Yeah. A very confused <laughs> professor with a yeah. Brillo pad stuck to his face. Yeah. No, I mean, if you look into any medical book, it'll tell you. Is that, that right? If you crack somebody out of King Tutism, <laughs> you've got to smack him on the head again. With a Is this a movie plan. show? This sounds like yeah. a TV yeah. show. Sorry, let's and it's get starting in. to sound suspiciously like, what's good for you? All right. <laughs> we don't want any of that. Let's get back to movies. Yeah. Uh, you know, people email in every time we do this, and they say, last time, a lot of people emailed in and said, you've got to have a look at the shrimp on the barbie. Ah, yes, Cheech. yes. Yeah. Uh, now, you've talked about this before. It's out in Australia under its alternative title, Boyfriend from Hell. Very similar. Mm. And mm. Uh, no good. I went through, I got uh, half an hour and nothing was happening. It's because it's set in Australia, yeah. shot in New Zealand, but there's not a lot of, you know, I'm waiting for some real bad Australian dialogue. That's what you want. Not a lot of that at all. Ah. Mostly Cheech doing his gear. <laughs> pulling a few bongs, you know what he does. Is he still stoned when he's just by himself? I'm, and he's not as stoned as Chong. <laughs> Chong is always really stoned on his own. There's Chong. very little in the way of coherent dialogue in a Chong solo project. <laughs> Chong was so stoned he forgot to show up for the filming. <laughs> He was in Austria the whole time. <laughs> Cheech will occasionally clean himself up for the kiddies. <laughs> so that was a Not no-go. So but I did have a crack at it. And now, what is moving violations? Oh, moving violations. Oh, I, I know about this. Oh, man, I know about what this What is one. it? Okay, this was a star vehicle for Bill Murray's youngest brother, John. Not even Brian Doyle, mate. No, no, Brian, who, by the, Brian Doyle Murray, very talented man, played Jack Ruby. And JFK, correct. Um... But no, John Murray, who his only other film appearance that I'm aware of is actually playing Bill Murray's brother in Scrooge, Ouch. which is a Donna film. <laughs> right. But yeah, yeah. I never forget it was Moving Violations was I think something to do with like a police academy style oh, bet. thing. But I just remember seeing the ad on TV when I was mm. a kid, and it was John Murray leaning over a toilet cubicle, pointing at somebody, going, "You guys are nutty." <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and there was a theme song, was there, Mr. Marshall? I mean, yeah, there was. It was moving violations when I move. Watch me. <laughs> it's population four. Yeah, nerdsville. God. Yeah, okay, we're well. We're taking Costello's advice and we're populating our little town and Nerdsville. <laughs> Welcome aboard, buddy. Here's a villain you could go. Oh, you're not going to get this one, though. They're doing the Falconio, the Peter Falconio story. No, uh, I could do that. I'm an actor. Can I read yeah, out Brian's quote? But Brian Brown is playing, okay. who's a QC somebody or other. Brian Brown has put his name to a big budget telemovie based mm. on the Peter Falconio murder case in the Northern Territory. Thank yes. you, Brian, because the industry loves you and we need your support and brian being brian has given his quote to the papers saying well, i think we were all bloody interested in that weren't we <laughs> and then when we saw what murdoch was like and it scared the shit out of us all brown said that is <laughs> he can get a bloody into any statement into any public statement there'll be a bloody in there i tell you who i reckon let's lay money now i reckon that guy richard carter the australian now Lockie, i know i've worked with richard. you were in a white collar blue i did a double ep of white collar blue for my mum i did that because she liked the show so. don't you reckon that that guy richard carter is going to be bradley burdock and richard i know you're listening somewhere yeah Get on to your agent, give him a call, let him know that the role of Bradley John Murdoch is out there. Yeah, and if that one's gone, the bookworm yeah. is still available. No, Richard's more of a King Tut kind of a guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get back on track in just a few moments. That's the Chili Peppers, Danny California here at Get the, This. Is that the Red Hot Chili Peppers? That's him. Man, I just uh, each song just sounds so different from the last. See, you don't buy any normal albums. No, this I is don't. Lockie Hume with us, by the way. It's our movie episode. Only buys movie soundtracks. Ed Cavalier later in the program is going to put you to the test. Yeah, the soundtrack sounds for you, Hume. You can't, hang on, wait a minute. You can't play actual movie soundtracks unless they've been recorded by Nickelback. <laughs> Isn't that the rule well, here at Triple M? Maybe got... they have. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe okay. they like their movie now, pants around I, their feet. Can I just hop in? And I know you've got a very busy show to get through, Tone, but too bad because I've got to do this. Now, there is a website called Movie Hole. That's a good site. It, yeah. It's an awesome website run by a guy called Clint Morris. Now, they do this thing, Movie Hole Mailbag, similar to what you guys do. People email in with yes. questions and so on and so forth. They have, I've discovered this guy who writes into Movie Hole called Holden. <laughs> right. That's all he's known as. And he just says at the top here, now, this is not Holden, this is Clint Morris saying here, now, all said and done for another week, I leave you with the potentially brain-damaging section that is the <laughs> insane ramblings of Holden. What's Holden got to say? Well, Holden likes to write in with suggestions, and I'm pretty sure Hollywood's listening. Let's, uh, let's go with his suggestions about the new Mad Max film. Yeah. When are they coming out with Mad Max 4? Jim Caviezel make a good Mad Max. Mm. They, Mel Gibson, to produce it. George Miller should still direct it, still should come out by 2012. That'd be good to release it from Holden. <laughs> Is he texting in his reviews? I, uh, uh, he's either... The, I, I think the, the, the guy's in some form of institution and he's, <laughs> he's you know, he's doing this via Morse code or something. Listen to this. Yeah, listen to this one. We've got the, oh, this is... Uh, all right, here we go. Here we go. Are they going to do a Dukes of Hazard 3? Oh. I hope they do, because Same. if 3 end car trilogy to whole thing, I hope they do. From Holden, P.S., number car film of Cars fan. Ah, good. Because <laughs> if he didn't put the P.S., I wouldn't have understood what he was going on about. No, no, he didn't actually. I had to add the P.S. Oh, in. Right. Okay. Because <laughs> even I was getting confused. And just here's his suggestion on Knight Rider. 
He's ah, got yeah. two suggestions on Knight Rider, back-to-back suggestions. Wow. The guy is the guy's a gun when yeah. it comes to this casting. This is because there is going to be a Knight Rider film. Yes, there will be. When are you coming out? He's. Hey, this is the thing. When are you coming out? He's asking the guys who run Movie Hole when they're going to make the Knight Rider yeah. film. <laughs> right. This is the madness going on with this guy. When are you coming out with the new Knight Rider movie? I had idea who to get to play as the Michael Knight. Sean William Scott should be the Michael Knight. That would be a good choice for that movie. From Holden. But then he's had a change of heart. Ah, well. <laughs> okay. Listen to this. Further down on the page, I was thinking of an actor to play as Michael Knight on the new Knight Rider movie. So did you get an actor yet to play as Michael Knight? How about the new Michael Knight? I was thinking of good actor. How about Tom Welling as new Michael Knight? That'd be good choice to play as Michael Knight is Tom Welling from Holden. <sighs> Medication Mate, time Holden, for now. Holden, Holden, <laughs> make up your mind, buddy. Do you want Sean William Scott or do you want Tom Welling? Because if you're going to come to us with these suggestions, we're going to get confused ourselves. We need you to lead the way. Yeah. Make the decision for us. Do you want the red tablet or the blue tablet, buddy? Okay, well, anyway, that all said, what I want to do... Anyone out there who knows Holden, anyone who can get access to Holden, whether it be a <laughs> healthcare access. specialist or <laughs> a prison guard, if Holden is listening or anyone knows who Holden is, please contact us here at the show. Holden, I am extending an invitation to you to come on the show as our permanent movie reviewer. That is the, the offer. It's on the table. Go. There, I've said it. I've got the backing of AAA management. Holden, <laughs> Holden, call in. But call in or call call a friend or a family member and they can perhaps come and help you. That If he's going to be the reviewer, they have to be done in that syntax. I don't want him oh, tidying himself no, up. No, 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 no. Look, it'll be done. Holden has a method that he works to. And believe me, he don't change for you, pal. He don't change for anybody. <laughs> if, he doesn't want to, uh, if he doesn't want to call in, he can just show up and ask for Richard Marsland. There, there you go. There you go. And in fact, if, in fact, if you ring in now, Holden, we'll give you Richard's home address. Yeah, yeah. Richard has a spare room. <laughs> what, a, what the please mean? That's oh. very awkward. Oh. Oh. You two are never in the same room. Yes. Have, has someone written in? Ed, what is that? I got one here. Uh, and hello to uh, Scott Nixon, who said, uh, just dropping you a note about the movie show. This is going to sound super nerdy. So I thought, yeah, all right, good. <laughs> good. I'll read on then. One of uh, us, one of us, yeah. one of us. <laughs> but he says that we don't talk about many mainstream films. Well, come on, movie violations. But he says that he can, <laughs> he can quote Transformers the movie in under 10 minutes would we wow. be interested in having him on the show? Keep up the sizzle, right? Now, was, now, was Orson Welles? Now, yeah, I'm going to get Transformers. Now, a, lot of people say, a lot of people say that that's one of Welles' greatest performances. <laughs> yeah, four-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> and Holden. Oh, yeah. You know, it's right here. Well, greatest Eric performance Eric Wells ever, Dukes <laughs> Hazard, Sean William Scott. <laughs> tablets, tablets, quickly. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Eric Idle was also in the Transformers right, movie. Judd was. Nelson was, Leonard Nimoy, Robert Stack, and Orson Welles. So it's got it's got it's part, a pretty it's got a stellar cast, buddy boy. Now, don't, Hume, you, don't knock that. That sounds like the remake of Poseidon. Now, <laughs> now Hume, are you willing to have him on? You said... Okay, well, I heard this... Uh, Ed mentioned this to me. and, I, and What's this young fellow's name? Scott Who? Nixon. Scott. Um, okay. If you can get that 10-minute recitation into a 3-minute recitation, Done. if you can do Transformers <laughs> in 3 minutes... Yeah, man, less is more, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, less is more. You, you're coming on the show, too. You and Holden, Whoa. we're going to be doing the double whammy. <laughs> 
And Scott Nixon, just so you know, they're remaking the Transformers movie as we speak, mate, and they're casting as we speak. Michael Bay is directing it. Live action. They're looking for actors, mate. You get right. on the phone, get go. on the plane to Hollywood. Dress up. Because who the hell wouldn't want to work with Michael Bay? No, not me. No. Oh, well, I would. What am I talking about? All right, I've got another no one, one here for you. If you want to see a car explode backwards <laughs> over a freeway, <laughs> that's, that's right. Michael Bay. Now, listen, Tone, someone's just watched Zoolander. Hello, Jane. Yes. Uh, is that Tony playing the dreadlock DJ hired to break? <laughs> Brainwash Derek oh, with the yeah. Is that you, Tony? I so wish it was. Uh, I would love to have been in Zoolander. I have to check it out again. You auditioned, didn't you? I would have loved to have been accused of uh, eating crazy pills by Mugatu. <laughs> that would have been fantastic. <laughs> hey, can I just take a bit of an interval from the movie talk for a Please moment? Do. Just yeah. got to clean up a bit of business from yesterday's show. Yeah, yeah. Our producer, Nikki, brought in this book, which uh, she found at, uh, well, her parents' antique shop down the Mornington Peninsula, is that right? Yep. That's right. Down in Victoria? That's right. That's okay. Right. Took it home for her son, opened it up. Just and can I ask, are you deliberately not trying to give a free plug to Nikki's parents' shop? Or <laughs> Come on, what's it called? No, it's closed now. Yeah. Uh, did it have a pun name? Was it in through one See, era and out through the other? <laughs> Is it something like that? It was called Mostly Deco. And mm, not punny no enough. Funny out of business. Right, that could no. work. Yeah. And there's the lesson learned. Here's my wife's name in the front. I know. I know. Used to belong to her. So she didn't hear the show yesterday. No. So um, what Hi, I did... Annie. How are you? I, here's what I did. I just I showed her the book, had a tape running. Oh, boy. And uh, this will give you a sad insight into my life. Yeah, good. <laughs> well, listen. All right, say hello. Hello. Can I show you something that uh, somebody brought into Nikki's parents' antique shop? And she took it home for her kids. Right. Check it out. Oh, I had this. Yeah. You had a copy of that? Yeah. Open it up. <gasps> hey, why did that get thrown out? So that is your copy? Yeah, definitely. I love that book. Why have you written your name in it twice? Probably just showing off that I could write. I can tell it's yours because if you look at the back, you've written, I love Rick Parford of Status Quo. <laughs> is that an accurate statement? No, I was a Francis Rossi girl for any Status Quo fans. And that makes things better somehow? <laughs> so how did it get to this shop? I don't know. Someone's thrown it away. I blame my parents. Where was it found? Antique shop down the coast. Well, either someone's stolen it <laughs> and resold it, but uh, that is definitely my book. All right, now I'm going to have to get you to sign this form so that we can uh, play this on the radio. <laughs> And I've got another one here. Can you sign this one? What's that? That's from the lawyers. That's so that we can um, have sex. Oh. Don't worry, it's not till November. Nothing else to say? <laughs> no. I can't get over the cat in the hat. Got a message for our Triple M listeners? Play more quo. Sorry, the battery's gone. Was that had a taste? It's a national radio program. <laughs> but the battery's gone. <laughs> Sorry. Wife, wife at the Martin Maver residence. Ah. There you go. It's just a gag a minute around our joint, apparently. <laughs> I'm going to be in so much trouble for playing that. I told her that wasn't even recording. <laughs> Luckily, she listens to another show, a sensible program. Play more quo. Play more quo. My words exactly. I wonder if we could play more quo. Yeah, let's give it a whirl. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. If uh, Nickelback have recorded it, I bet you can. Oh, look. Nickelback. I've, you know, I've had that documentary. Remember no, last week no, on the no, show? No, I was no. saying, I've got to watch that. I haven't watched it yet. 
I was supposed to watch it all weekend. No, oh, I just right, kept yeah. finding more important things to do. Yeah. Like, the you, guttering. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed you've clipped your, you clipped your fingernails too, Tony. That was, <laughs> there was that a guy three was streets a sad, over that was moving house. Yeah. I had to put all my DVDs in alphabetical order. <laughs> 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 all right. Uh, look, we've got to get back onto the movie track. Yeah. That'll be next. Get this. So lucky. <laughs> so lucky that I've stumbled across this. For the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito on Triple M. Oh, look, it's Triple M. It's Get This. Uh, Richard Marsden pushes the buttons on this program, was just telling me of uh, some kind of link between Boogie Nights and the Transformers movie because it is our movie show and we we require that important information be disseminated over the course of the hour. What's going on, Marsden? Spit it out. <laughs> well, you know the song that uh, Marky, Mark Wahlberg sings? Yes. In, uh, Boogie I'd, Nights, yes. you got a touch? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's actually the theme song to the Transformers. That is true. Oh, wow. That is wow. Your number one connection for <laughs> obscure links between <laughs> pornography and children. Children's movies. Yeah. Let's get yeah, this. If you need any of those links, Richard Marsland's your man. Do we have that song to go to? I believe we do. Oh, boy. <laughs> Can you fire it up, Ed? Uh, I've got guitar. Lockie's on drums. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Hey, this just sounds like John Mellencamp. No, no, no. It gets better. <laughs> That's John <Transformers>. Mellencamp. <laughs> Not the theme from you Transformers. The you movie. The power. We've got to get that out of it. It'll be somewhere. Someone it's, it's, it's on the Boogie Nights CD. It'll be propping up a desk in someone's office <laughs> yeah. here somewhere. Oh, look, it's our movie episode. Lockie Hume is here, and we're talking movies. Obviously, we're talking the big movies. You know it. I'm looking for big movie stories. Bruce, have you ever worked with Bruce Willis? Well, I haven't. I've got a, a good mate of mine, Sam Worthington, who yes. worked with uh, Hearts Bruce. War. They were on Hearts War together. Right. What do they say about him? No, you can't say it on air. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Gerbils involved? Let's hope not. Actress Halle Berry had to film sex scenes for her upcoming movie Perfect Stranger alone because co-star Bruce Willis couldn't make the shoot. Berry had to writhe around solo while the crew played a tape recording of Willis's voice. Technicians well, we've all done that. You put on, <laughs> put on a bit of Bruce Willis and I'll start writhing around for you, baby. Okay. Technicians will film Willis and splice the pair together <laughs> using computers. The first time technology has been used for a sex scene. Uh. Barry reportedly didn't mind at all. Is that the way we're going? People haven't uh, got time well. to get together for sex. Oh, so computer-generated effects will be utilised. Teledildonics. Teledildonics. The art of... Uh, <laughs> What, what the it? hell is wrong with you? That Have was one of our earliest words of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Teledildonic. It's yeah, the yeah. scientific study of sex via robots. Yeah. Mm. That's where we're headed. Robotic sex. Hey, don't look at me, Hume. That's where they're headed. Uh, People no. don't have time for sex now. No, no way. Okay. Out there buying petrol, bananas. <laughs> I just want everyone who's listening to know that I'm good friends with Tony, but Ed Cavalli really disturbs me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's where sex is going. What about zebra damage? Uh, Kate Blanchett's new movie, The Golden Age, has been cleared in an animal cruelty investigation after actors claimed a zebra was beaten up during <laughs> filming. What? Beaten up? He's very. He was very lippy. That uh, that zebra <laughs> getting in shot. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Always first well, at the uh, lunch table. That, then that zebra in particular is known for his behaviour on set. It's about time somebody took him in. Yeah, hand I agree. He's been running around really quickly, um, disturbing they're epileptics. Not suge- they're not suggesting that Kate Blanchett was beating up a zebra. Oh, they? when doesn't she? Well, oh. he's all up in that. He was all up in Kate's grill for a while, and she just had enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kate's known to snap. I've seen her snap. I've seen her snap. She demands two zebras for every film just so that she can beat yeah, them up. I saw her go a Shetland once. Wasn't yeah. pretty. 
<laughs> what she does is she gets a zebra onto the set on day one, yeah. punches it out, and it just lets everyone know. That's right. <laughs> right look, you got to look. I, you know, I've made a few movies. I'm telling you, if you don't do something dramatic on the first day, they will just walk all over you. Now, some people that chuck a hissy fit, some uh, bash zebras up, and Kate Blanchett just happens to be known as the, probably the business's best zebra basher. And what do you like to do? Well. I'll, I'll let you in on a secret, Tony. There we go. No, I, I'm not, no, no I'm, that was going to go nowhere. So it's just, <laughs> You've got a couple of films. When's this Macbeth that you're in coming? Uh, Macbeth opens uh, September 21st. All right, this is your modern dress, Macbeth. Yeah. I yeah. saw it. I saw it last oh, week. Oh, you've seen it? I saw it at the casting. We had the casting crew screening. What right. are the Malloy boys like? The Malloy boys are very good. Very, very, very nasty in the film. If you're a Mick Malloy fan, Mick and John Malloy play the murderers who work for right. Macbeth in it. And they're... they're Pretty disgusting. And Bob Franklin's in it? Bob Franklin Ooh, yeah. wielding an AK-47. <laughs> right. Right. Like he, he Talk about Bruce Willis. Bo, uh, Bobby is the next Bruce Willis. And believe me, when Halle Berry gets a chance to work with Bob, <laughs> they're going to be in the same room. Is I can, um, Nick Giannopoulos involved? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nick's not in it. It's a what? strange guy. But here's the funny thing. Uh, myself, Victoria Hill, Mick Malloy, John Malloy, Miranda Nation, and Bob Franklin are in Macbeth and Boytown. Wow. <laughs> so oh, we're yeah. like a little circus troupe that yeah. moves from... It, there's not really many other similarities, though, no, that no, I can no. think of. Uh, well, I mean, you know, Boytown is a well-revered and loved Shakespearean play, and Macbeth <laughs> is this modern interpretation of Macbeth is a boy band <laughs> take on things. So. Not many beheadings in uh, Boytown. <laughs> hey, here's an Australian film that's coming out, and do you think this is one too many? Alkinos, uh, I can never say his second name. The bloke who did Silent Alkinos There you go. Thank you very much. Uh, his new film is a love story, but guess here's the plot. Well, it's not junkies, is it? It's uh, two St Kilda heroin addicts Ooh. who are completely wrapped up in each other uh -huh. and the world of their addiction. Uh -huh. It's a love story. Ooh. Have we had that one? Have no. we had that like three or four times this year well, already? Think, uh, okay, I wait a minute, wait a minute. Look, to be fair, it's part it's a part of a recommendation of the Australian film business that we do four love junkie movies a year. I mean, that's part of the the rules. You can't get financing for stuff like Macbeth or Boytan unless you, you know, they've got to meet the four quota. Yeah. Which is, you've got to get two young kids who look dashingly attractive, who are addicted to heroin and madly in love. And, of course, the whole thing is a euphemism for their addiction is each other, and they get off the smack and they break up. They've got right. to do four of those films a year. Let them do those films, and then we can get more Macbeths made. But heroin addiction never looks as glamorous as it does in an Aussie movie. No. Mm. You just go, oh, Heath Ledger, Abby yeah. Cornish. Oh, look at that bar. I'd like to be in that bar. <laughs> <laughs> And, okay, just here's a big story. Uh, you know, one of the greats in the world of entertainment, Jordan. Ah, oh, yeah. Says, Two of a, the greats, you might say. There you go. Or four, really. <laughs> Here we go. This is the movie we've been waiting for. Oh, Ed, oh, I know you're always looking for exciting new are you, movies. Are you, saying, are you saying that I can play Jordan, Tony? It's, it's no, quite pot. No, because there's a cue. Ooh. The film of my life is definitely happening, Good. says Jordan. The wow. film of her life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that oh. on the internet? <laughs> I think it was. I'd it was like, highlights. Who would play Jordan? Uh, uh, um, Me? Okay. Uh, yeah. you, Jordan? You with two beanbags yeah. strapped in front of you, possibly. Carmen Electra? No. Kind of genre? I know where you're going to go. Here's what she says. I'd like Kyra Knightley to play me. Kyra Knightley. Sorry. Moron. 
Kira Knightley. Whoa, Kira Knightley couldn't even play Jordan's left thigh. <laughs> That's insane. Well, wasn't Car- or Kira Knightley? Wasn't yeah. she the one who? She, that here she woman- goes. I'd like someone like Kira Knightley to play me. Oh, She's right. stunning and a very good actress. I'd want someone quite high, pro- high profile like her doing it. But wasn't who was that woman? Jay Goody, who described Kira Knightley as uh, her physique as yeah. being two aspirins on an ironing board. <laughs> not really. Not really the Jordan no, look. Yeah. Not the fulsome Jordan yes. look. She looks like a toffee apple. I think maybe you could play Peter Andre like oh, What about... Uh, I've been looking for a good excuse to get the abs going too. <laughs> like, you know. What about your uh, your TV hopeful Jake Wall? <laughs> yeah. He'd make a good Peter Andre. Or yeah. any any contestant from Big Brother could probably have a crack. There we go. Movie hopeful now. Movie hopeful. Nick right. Giannopoulos. Okay. Ooh. Nick Giannopoulos. Nick well, is Peter Andre. We have to talk about great lines from movies. And I don't mean from heroin no. movies. <laughs> so give us a call. Uh, no, not yet. No. We're going to give you some uh, steaming hot yeah. examples <laughs> next. It's the Veronicas here at Get This On Triple M when it all falls apart. Lockie Humor's with us. It's our movie show. He collects movie soundtracks. Ed Cavalier, can you stump him? Got a challenge, uh, Captain Hume. Uh, uh, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to go in. Can you pick uh, which film this is from? Actually, would you like a hint first? Would you like a cast list? I don't even know what you're talking about. What, what are we doing? Are you going to play some music? I'm going to play music? some music and you've got to guess which fi- you got to know which film it's from. Sure. Would you like me to, Would you like a cast list first? No, no. Play the music and then if I need a Let's cast do list, it. I'll ask. <laughs> When the first breath of winter Through the flowers is icing And you look through the north This isn't a movie. What is this? Okay, what, give me the cast list. Give me the cast list. Let it finish. Okay. And it seems like all is dying And we'll leave the world here we go. Bradley brought to you by 3AK. This is where it cr- kicks in. Kicks in. Okay, I'm going out on a limb here, man. Could it be a film... The Last Unicorn. Done. Whoa. Okay. The Last Unicorn. I'm glad you suggested I listen through to the end, uh, Ed. Well, all I, I, just, I just wanted to hear it played. But listen, this is this is my film tone that people need to get out and have a look at. Yeah. 1982, The Last Unicorn. It's an animated piece. Right. Starring Alan Arkin, Jeff Bridges, Mia Farrow, Angela Lansbury, and Christopher Lee. Whoa. It's a good cast. It's a, it's a good cast. But they're cartoons. It's a cut. They, they all do the voices. Mm. Now, I, I'm anti-drugs, as you know. Yes. And I'm not suggesting that you that that drugs should be watched in connection with a film, <laughs> least of all this one. No, but I'm not anti drugs, <laughs> and I would suggest you go out and you score a big bag of Here we go. And smoke your guts out while you're watching the last unicorn. It's point counterpoint here at Get This. Don't call in. We present every argument. Let's get up a mountain quickly. What about great lines from movies? Don't say it. Here we go. We've got an email from this bloke, Trash. He says Trash? the best line from any movie ever is from Flesh Gordon. You know Flesh Gordon? Yeah, it's Flesh sort of Gordon, a fruity yeah, yeah. version of Flesh Gordon. The scene, a scientist gets out of a spaceship on an alien planet, takes in a deep breath and says, Good, there is oxygen on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of classic lines we're looking for. I've Pretty got good. a few here that I like. Yep. Obviously, you've got to have a line from This Is Spinal Tap. Absolutely. Uh, this is the one I chose. Oh, no. Great. If I told them once, I told them a hundred times to put Spinal Tap first and Puppet Show last. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's good. 
Uh, <laughs> what about... Oh, do you know Top Secret, the Zucker Brothers? Right. Mm. Top Secret. Mm. Right. Here's a fairly baffling line from that movie. You must go now quickly. If they find out you've seen this, your life will be worth less than a truckload of dead rats and a tampon factory. <laughs> <laughs> Can you name the actor? Michael Goff. Who played? Uh, Alfred in the Batman movies. There you go. The Tim Burton ones. Everything is coming together and oh, tying it in. And you think this is an unscripted show out there. <laughs> Let's go for some Fred Willard in Best in Show. This has never happened before, ever, I swear. <laughs> this does not look good. Oh, he this went after her like good. she's made out of ham. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Willard can improve any film. Fantastic. Uh, this he, was, is, he was in Moving Violations. Was he? If he you needed any more reasons. Oh, I bet he was. Uh, Mr. Marsland loves uh, Bottle Rocket with the Wilson Brothers, their first movie, so yep. I've got one for you here. Oh, you are? Yeah. It's a jumpsuit. Looks like a little banana. Where are you from, <laughs> anyway, man? <laughs> he does look like a little banana. Uh, what else? Now, oh, it was hard finding anything from Bad Santa. <laughs> that we could put to air. I'm not even sure if we can put this to air. Give it a crack. If there are any children listening, move them away from the radio. Oh, Mary. Keep it going. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. You ain't got a shit right for a week. Even beats. Oh. It's fairly offensive. <laughs> I love Bad Santa, though. <laughs> that was the movie that Jack Nicholson claims that it was the one film he wished he could have done. Is that right? Oh, it was yeah. written for um, Bill Murray, in fact. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. But Billy Bob does a great job. And by popular request, so many people email and say, give us a bit of Gavin Wood uh-huh. in houseboat horror. Here we go. Here you go. Hey, guys, girls. Party time. Come up here. The ba- oh, it's fused, magnificent. You'll bar up. Great oh, improvisational I, I get, genius. I get chills, man. I think of the greats, Pacino, De Niro, and... <laughs> Gavin Wood just enters that canon, doesn't he? Give us a call. Do your favourite line from any movie. One triple three five three. Look, that's the offspring. Here, get this on Triple M. No time even for the theme. We're talking great movie lines. Lucky uh, Hume would like to fill the whole segment with just lines from Fletch. Absolutely. And Fair enough. I agree. But who have we got in? Hey, John. Hey, my name you Good, very good, man. Tell us your line. It's from... Uh, uh, it's from the movie They Live. Brilliant. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh, brilliant. Superb. Lovely. He walks into the bank and he says, I've come here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> it's a beauty. And it's been ripped off a few times, but that's where that line comes from. Uh, thank you very much, John. Hello, Guy. Great fight in that movie, good too. Good morning, get this team. Oh, good, good morning to you, sir. Your line? Uh, well, there's plenty from the Bill Murray songbook, but I have to go with one from Stripes, which is a uh, chick dig me because I rarely wear underwear, and when I do, it's usually something unusual. That's right. <laughs> Improvise that line, too. Really? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Awesome. awesome. Very nice. Thank you very much. Hello, Ian. Yep. How are you going? Good, mate. How are you? Good. Your line, sir? Uh, it's from a film from the 50s. I think it was a 3D film. It was pretty ordinary. Um, it's a science fiction there's a lovely young lady looking out over... What's the name of the a, film, though? What's, What's the film? What was the film? It yeah. came from outer space. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And the, uh, you've got the scientist and the obligatory heroine in the film. Yeah. They're looking over it a great... Sounds like an Australian pit. film. <laughs> <laughs> They're looking over a huge pit, and there's a spaceship in it, and she turns to the scientist and says, Where did it come from? And he says, It came from outer space. Oh, yes. <laughs> wow. Of course it did. John Waters, the film director, uh, has a great collection of uh, bad moments from movies where someone has to say the line that gives you the title ah. of the film. It's always a tough moment for an actor to yeah. do the line that's <laughs> the title. But we'll do that next time. Hello, Virginia. Hello, Ed. How are you? Very well, thank you. Good, good. And uh, your line? 
My favourite line in any film is when Kenneth Griffith stands in the doorway. Of which film? Withnell and I. Oh, you know it. Richard says, Griffiths. Pardon? Richard Griffiths, I think oh, you're sorry, yes, that's right. Yeah, and he says, as do it again. Youth, I used to weep in butcher's shop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just give it, give it to us again one, one more, more time. time. As a youth, I used to weep in butcher's shop. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Uncle Monty, and pretty much everything Uncle Monty says in that film is a classic line, is it not? Yeah. <laughs> when he talks about his letters stained with the butter drips of crumpets. Yeah. <laughs> Whistle and I, we can't get enough from that. Have we got a line from that film? Have, have you got one? I will make it our key phrase, okay, even though we, we haven't said it. There we go. Thank you, Virginia. That great, Thank Virginia. Thank awesome. you, everyone that called in. We, there, was, there were tons more. We'll have to do it again next time. We just oh. couldn't get to them all. We always leave this stuff to the end. We really should kick off the show with Talkback, man. Oh, well, well, thank you very much. Oh, the show. We can all go out and have a cigarette. <laughs> very nice. It's time to get out of here. I wish it wasn't. I really wish no, it wasn't. Wish Thanks for going. having me, guys. Thanks uh, for pleasure. coming in, Lockie. Pleasure. You've got uh, Macbeth opening very soon and Boytown. Good luck to you. You. We're going to try and get you the role of the bookworm yep. in the next Batman <laughs> or movie. Or Minerva. Minerva's what I'm going to That's what Thanks. we're looking for. Thank you to everyone who called in and our key phrase today. Just give us something from Withnell and I, Mr. Marsler. We want the finest wines available to humanity. We want them here and we want them now. Of course we do. <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow with Scott Edgar. Oh, yeah. And it's all thanks to the Mercedes-Benz Vito Van of the Year. I think you'll find...